0: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Constructing the Clubhouse, the world's number one comedy podcast, period (laughs) I am your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha, joining me, my lovely co-host Jonathan Ellis What's up everybody, Uh, what
1: about as a new intro if we said uh, The podcast about two idiots starting an English-speaking comedy club in Barcelona
0: Yep, that would work too Cool just just as an idea.
1: I mean anything is fine but
0: Yeah, none of our none of our loyal listeners came came back with suggestions. Not that loyal. I bet you know what? I bet they listened to other podcasts as well. Or in the case of our cherished Hannah Becker, they're, they're plowing through back at episodes. Yeah. And yeah, they haven't she, gotten to it yet.
1: She comes in and she goes, uh, I've been listening to to other the, the uh, alternative clubhouse episode and i'm like like, shit i know we talked about it what do we we say oh no i know it's Uh, like (laughs) i don't think anything bad hopefully nothing bad but um i'm sure she would have told us if it was yeah right yeah she was mad at us yeah i don't
0: think i don't think she was mad at us shout out to hannah what's up
1: what's up hannah when you get to this she's gonna work her way back to the start and then she'll be in about two months we'll be like
0: oh my god thank you for the shout out (laughs) i i hope yeah so, back from France. Back from France. Living large. Great trip to France for us Crushing both, it. right? Um, yeah. Personally, financially. Is this coming out after the the micro podcast? Yeah, I'll, I'll put that one out first. All right. So, yeah, if you're listening, you know about our travels up to Nantes into the amazing and new comedy club they've got up in that little town there called the Micro Comedy Club, ran by our friend Johan.
1: Yep, really a lot of fun. Um two sold out shows that we did. We both did half an hour on each show or something rather. Yep. Uh we got our flats paid for, we got a gift basket, we got accommodation and we're going to get real money on top of that as well, which is a Holy you know, moly. real treat for both of us. Yes. And I got a super high quality video. I've got it for both of us um of the performances which
0: is great. It's just it's primo. Get ready. Online world, you're gonna see clips of us shitting on Nant. Yeah, you're about to see a new comedian
1: hit the streets of of YouTube. Um, we'll see, but yeah. I'm, I'm interested. To, I will basically dissect my thing and put it up on at least youtube maybe on instagram as well nice I yeah because yeah,
0: you wanted to retire all those jokes
1: right yeah but th- since they went well i'm like oh, well, I don't know,
0: maybe, <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe i could keep them
0: we gotta, we gotta keep them in our back pocket maybe
1: but i think people are a little naive as well as to like how many people will actually see their jokes when they put them online like yeah. i think i can both put them online and keep telling them and no one will care like yeah it's like almost arrogant for me to be like oh i can't put them online because then the whole world will see them and i'll never be able to tell them again and i'm like no i'm not louis ck or whatever when you
0: you, when you do your sets on on stage just preface it and be like i'm sure you guys all saw this (laughs) on my wildly popular youtube channel john ellis does comedy yeah Uh,
1: exactly the whole thing will take twice as well jadc
0: yeah um which by the way follow John Ellis like and subscribe bring the bell. Yeah, why not? Why Get some not? notifications while you're at it. Um how's your week been since since the return? Super. Yeah. Yep, everything's great. <laughs> well, that's the end of the podcast everybody. That's all the updates. No. Uh oh, I guess I uh, got to make a big announcement. I'm taking myself off the uh the romantic market. Yeah, I'm no done. more. I'm retiring. Yep. No more women for Matt. No more women, uh, fellas. You're hearts, still likely to. You're still allowed to apply. Hearts fall across the across the world. Yeah. Um.
1: Do you think you can be? Do you think you can have a a gay personality but not a gay sexuality?
0: I met a guy like that last night. Yeah. Yeah. Who will go unnamed, but. He was he was at the bar. He's talking. He's complimenting me, of course. And then he starts talking about his girlfriend. I was like, "What?" Uh,
1: sometimes it surprises you, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I was thinking more like, like just personality-wise. I really get along with guys. I really understand how they think. We have
0: a similar sense of humor. Just sexually, I'm not that interested in them, you know. But like, yeah, the way that you put like, I can't imagine too many straight guys saying it like that. No, you're right. I, I mean, I. I'm the only one.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> so what happened? What's how, what's led to this
0: announcement oh, pronouncement? I'm just uh well two two things and I think they're related. Uh I think Friday night, just a couple of people that were still had still carrying a flame for old Doctor Matt show yeah. up at the club at the same time. Looking for his <laughs> His attention and did not enjoy the fact that there was somebody else there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know what came of that. I I saw the both of them, I was and I just left. Yeah, I was, like I'm out of here. I don't need this. Because one of them is a lady I tried to date for about a week and it clearly wasn't gonna work. So I like broke it off and didn't talk to her for a while, and then she kind of came back around asking to dog sit. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then She's like, well, we could just be friends. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then she's like, we could be friends with benefits. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, uh, we slept together one time and then... then, uh, Which is weird because you'd crazy. think that would just put her off forever. But... You know, I I do my best to keep <laughs> them away. So, so, like, yeah, she's somebody that I have no proper relationship with or to. But, like, she still carried, like, big expectations and... She was the one that was upset that somebody else was there. But anyway. Sorry, the other one that was here, you'd already also said, like, no, this isn't
1: happening. Not really, like, vibing it. Not really feeling it or whatever.
0: Oh, my God. The other one is, uh, like, women will know this. She's a dude. This girl is a dude. Like, she just kept pressuring. I'm like, no, I don't want to make out with you. And she's like, no, come on. And, like, leaning in and, like, grabbing me. And in my head, I'm like, you're a rapist. Yeah. But there's no victim uh, <laughs> The thing The other thing though Is that uh, have, uh, Words gotten back to me That perhaps uh, sort of. Some people think I flirt too much And are you know what I, That was what they Was yeah. told to me And so I you know a Clubhouse is supposed to be a, a safe place for everybody So I'm off the market Ladies Feels like maybe one of those things that, like, these two girls are fighting over you on
1: the Friday night or whatever, and and was a little bit of, like, oh, yeah,
0: type thing. I don't know. I mean, this, this little piece, nugget of information, was meant to be from non-audience members. Okay. So, anyway, <clears throat> in an effort to make the clubhouse a sexually safe space for everybody and drama-free... Drama free, Matt's going off the market. Yeah, it is a
1: a big source of stress just being involved in that sort of thing. I mean, I've basically been uninvolved with anyone, at least within comedy circles. I was obviously dating someone for a long time, and that was very nice not to have to think about yeah. any of the stuff at all.
0: If you, if you can get away with you it was the happiest I've seen you for, you know, eight, Like the second you made that that call to like start dating somebody kind of seriously, and like you know, it was it was the happiest I'd seen you in. Yeah. Period.
1: Uh, slow downhill slope. Um, that's why I was so thrilled the other day when I I saw that uh, pretty girl in that casting. Yeah. And she treated me nice, so I was like, well, she obviously likes me. Uh, and she did not She was just <laughs> it nice. Turns out
0: she liked her boyfriend more.
1: Turns out she was just a nice person with a nice smiley face. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's why I was like, wow, it's a person not from comedy. Because what's old Matt supposed to do if he, if he, if he is to find love, where would it be from? Yeah. Because there is a sort of a power dynamic type thing. At the moment between you and everybody else that you see I mean your life is the clubhouse You yeah. you live here, you breathe here If you're not at the clubhouse I presume that you're just kind of curled up in a ball at home You're not like
0: hundred You're not accurate. really meeting women in the wild No, and the thing is Even if I did Chances are really good that they would end up at the clubhouse You know, Don't... like It's well, a cool wanna... place, it's a fun place They
1: you want to impress them with the most impressive thing about yourself, right? Yeah.
0: In fact, actually, the one of the one of the people that were upset, they had never been. Uh, she was not a comedy related person, and yeah. then we went on a date, and then she decides she really likes comedy, uh, and since then she you know she's been going to a bunch of shows, not just at the Clubhouse, but like, you know all around. Uh, but uh, I don't care. Yeah, they're happy. No more, no yeah, none of it. None of it. I mean the good news is that you can
1: always just masturbate. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a that's pretty much safe. You can't take that away from everybody. Me. <laughs> I mean, you you have to pick and choose your moments. Some people have made that mistake before, yeah. but uh generally you're fine to do that, you know. Yeah. Uh which is a nice little
0: refuge. Yeah. Yep, indeed. You know, it's going to be tough, though, because I'm, I get frustrated when I'm accused of flirting a lot because it's not flirting to me. I'm, I love playing around with everybody. Mm-hmm. And there was this time 10, 15 years ago. I was out to dinner with uh, my family. My brother-in-law is there. And the waitress comes by, drops something off, and I make a joke, and she laughs and leaves, right? And then my brother-in-law goes, oh, Matt, can you just not do that? Like just once, I was like, "Do what?" He's like, "You're flirting." I was like, yeah. "No, I'm making jokes. Like this, goofing around. It's just yeah." So, I don't know. And then there was a pile of lovely ladies at the, at the bar last night. You know, and I'm trying to serve drinks and whatever. But now, all professional, all the time.
1: Yeah, no jokes, no flirts, no. You want nothing. jokes? Go elsewhere. Sorry, ladies. Man. Um. Yeah, I wonder if it'd be. I mean, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to sort of uh, take a survey overall of everyone, and and you'd think some people would be like, oh, I like that, and other people would be like, I oh, know, and like where the where the balance would fall. On I the, don't want to know in the grand scheme of oh, things. Oh my
0: goodness, I don't want to know. Um, yeah, we're not gonna
1: we're not gonna do that. That's not gonna be our customer survey <laughs> survey that we that we do. What
0: level of flirtation would you enjoy from your experience at the comedy clubhouse?
1: Um, well, we haven't heard... I mean, we make fun of Bart all the time for being an excessive flirt, and no one's suggested that he's extra flirtatious, as far as I know. I thought we suggested that. Yeah, I mean, we we have suggested that as partly coming from a place of jealousy, because people seem to, uh, dig it. Um, I don't know. I think it probably is, there's just like a thing about being the boss that's
0: weird, yeah, I have no idea. And, you know, frankly, I don't know how other people see me. Like, mm. I kind of trundle through my life, and it doesn't, yeah, it just doesn't, I, I have no idea where I stand.
1: Yeah, it's not something, it's it's something that's good to not be super focused on. Um, yeah. It'd be nice, I guess, nice to know from time to time. Only if it's good. Well, I know, I know when people think of me badly. Yeah. I, I, you know, sometimes you know when people think of you badly. Yeah. Um and sometimes you know when people think of you well but then there's a lot of a lot of other stuff a lot of other stuff that happens. We're just trying. Ugh. Believe us that we're just fucking trying, okay? Lord,
0: as as hard as we can. <laughs> yeah. But so that's that. <laughs> other exciting things been trying to clean the club every morning.
1: Yeah, uh, so you've been coming in super early. Speaking what, to my-
0: it just says uh, I have not messaged any of the creators. Yeah. I'm like killing myself, and like, there's... One of the benefits was meant that, like, we'll be open for the Creators Club members, and we haven't told them at all. Yeah, yeah. No, it is a really good idea. I think we wanted
1: to see if it was going to consistently happen over a long period of time at first, right?
0: I fucked up today. But aside from that, I've been here pretty regularly. Pretty
1: good, I would say.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? which part mm, the creators club sort of generally woof <laughs> it's a it's a pretty big topic it's
0: it's an enormous <laughs> topic uh how would you even frame it
1: uh well matt's been grumpy at me uh i would frame it uh, Interesting. <laughs> that's how
0: i've felt at least yeah um well, i would frame it as john's been grumpy at me <laughs> uh
1: i would say I would say that I don't think I would say that you think I'm way further apart from you on this than I actually am.
0: No, uh, you, you brought something up today when I don't know if can I, yeah, of course. So, yeah, John and I have been, I don't know, arguing uh, in of sorts about Creators Club, what we can offer, whether it's working, um, whether it's worth it, all these kind of things. Uh, and when we were arguing about it the other day, I'm like, ah, "You're pen- pinching pennies," and you know, I'm. Yeah, which I didn't realize
1: at the point that that happened because I was we were sending voice messages back and forth.
0: Oh, I thought this was when we talked about it on Monday.
1: Monday oh, I think it was Sunday? voice messages back and forth, and then you came
0: in. Oh, that day. Uh, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, well, that was all right. That's a different iteration of the argument. Okay. Uh, just to set the scene, I guess kind of what we're arguing about right now, among other things, is whether or not we can pay for video editing for the Creators Club members. Yeah. Among other things. Uh-huh. Um, And right. Uh, John doesn't seem to think it's uh, financially viable, right?
1: Well, I, I think that if we do do it we will be heavily subsidizing it ourselves and yeah. we we can heavily subsidize it but i think if we're going to be subsidizing people's video editing we should either we should probably do two things we should probably prioritize or decide who gets what video editing and what kinds of yeah. things get edited down and to maybe not even require but at least request a certain amount of credit that we would like for for doing that Yeah, there's really like two very different ways that we can approach it
0: and yeah, yeah And I'm not against those two things what so this is gonna be it's this might be tough to explain because it's like I almost ideological to me What what I was trying to do and Where my comment came from was that I'm trying to get you know, I wanted them to work as salary Mm-hmm. So that we're not counting every little thing that she does. Like, you know, I don't want to get bogged down in the details of invoicing and making sure every every last little thing is accounted for. Mm-hmm. And that required us to spend the money for Vem's salary. And then also Vem to, like,
1: to jump like, in. Yeah, and dive into it. Right. And,
0: not, and not nickel and dime us and not, like, be like, well, I did this and so you owe us that. It's like, no, you know. We covered your salary like jump just get let let's get stuff done and so before she even came on, I was worried that if we are hyper focused on like cost per task it would it would break down in in this mm-hmm. way, and we would you know the trust that's required for something like that you need both sides to trust that it'll get done and the other side that'll they'll get paid and 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 blah 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 and per the reason why I say this is ideological is because I think In society in in general, in the United States in particular, everybody is so hyper insecure about their own, like just insecure. They're not sure that they're going to have a job and money, you know, like, and that kind of bleeds out into these things. And so though, so now you, you try to make sure you're getting your money's worth on this and this and this, or if you're the worker, you know, you're trying to make sure you're getting paid for this and this and this. Totally. And then the the trust is kind of broken down. And now you're like, well, we got to do X and Y and, and Z's. So I was afraid that if we, if we were worried about, you know, invoicing every little task that we'd lose the, the value that you can get in working above more hours, more essentially. Sure. Right? I mean, it's every employer's dream that you have somebody that works overtime without charging you overtime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and it, like, in the States, that's like, I don't know, common, well, but. I mean, the dream
1: would be that we just get the right amount of value out of her work that whatever hours she, she wants to do is like, we're happy to pay for, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think what I was thinking, what I. And when I had talked to her before she ever came here, the dream was she would work four hours a day on our stuff. She would have four hours for her own stuff. And when I say our stuff, I mean our you and I's videos and mm-hmm. then also the Creators Club. Like I wanted her around and to be helpful. And I had tried to tie her salary conceptually to the Creators Club because there's, there's this opportunity for the club to have a leader. Somebody sure. that's around, encourages, gets people to sign up, yeah. opens the club, you know, like
1: Yeah, that has to primarily be us. Um, and,
0: well that's and that's where we're at now is that like that's gotta be me. Um anyway, this is a long this try it's like five minutes to say uh sorry that I made you feel that way. Because no, I don't think that like you're particularly the penny pinchy or uh what's you know, flint skin I- <laughs>
1: I told Matt that of all of the people in Barcelona, I'm probably, or all the people we know in Barcelona, I'm probably the most tolerant to losing money. Yeah. Except for Matt. Matt is the only person I know in the whole world that like is happy to lose money more than I'm happy to lose money, and that's like, I just want want a recognition that we're arguing like way on the side of both being super happy to lose shitloads of money. Uh, rather than us being kind of at opposite ends of the spectrum we 're both on the same end of the spectrum, yeah, just a little slightly apart let 's say
0: well that 's one of the things that makes the argument frustrating because I know that you're you 're on on my side essentially, and the, so it it's it, that when we had these voice messages and then we met at the club and when you brought it up, and then it's like what are we even? arguing we both want them here we both want to pay them them yeah. wants them wants to be here she wants to work like how is it that we're arguing so i i have
1: an idea that i think hopefully you'll like i'm i'm fully happy to to gear the creators club towards what your vision is i think part of the problem is that people don't quite understand exactly what that is there's like I actually wrote a list of like 35 questions that are currently unclear. I wrote 35 questions as a potential customer of the Creators Club, which uh, we can we can get into I had of character and everything. Yeah,
0: um, are they in your book? There,
1: I've got them in my on my phone. Okay. Okay. I'll, let me get it. Well,
0: th- keep keep talking about it for a second, then we'll yeah, let's do them.
1: Yeah, sure. Um so and then one option, because Vim has been super enthusiastic and motivated recently, which is
0: she's been great.
1: fantastic. And she painted the, the Creators Club studio and she's, you know, every day she's messaging us to be like, Hey, can I do this? Can I do this? And we are the ones now <laughs> to be like, Oh Vim, slow down. Let's yeah, let's get all our ducks in a row or whatever. Uh but so that's amazing, you know, and she's she's obviously motivated towards that. And I'm like, we could, if we wanted to, set up a, another page on our website, take all of our creators, actually fire all of our current creators, and say, these are the things, this is what the Creators Club is, read through this massive list of FAQs, if you want to sign up, based on what it is, sign up here, and then until we get to Vem's full salary, have all of the money from the Creators Club go to her. Like, it doesn't have to, does that make sense?
0: So we just pay her what? What we make on the club?
1: What we make from the Creators Club as the video editor. So we don't make any money on the podcast studio or the rehearsal space or anything like that until we get up to that that sweet spot, which is like 30
0: 30 or maybe 20,
1: 25 members or something like that. And then we can, I don't know, maybe reassess and see how it's working and all of that kind of thing.
0: Interesting. Uh, I'm certainly open to that. I kind of want to talk, before we get into the questions, go back a step. Because I've gone and confused myself. I mean, this is a way. The club is a way to like kind of uh, monetize the space here during the day. Sure, right. Well, I guess it has a couple of missions. That's one. That's kind of like the cynical financial way of saying. Which
1: is not the most. That's not the main focus for either of us.
0: Certainly not by given the amount we're charging.
1: Right, it's much more about creating a exciting space for people to be creative together and freely lend advice
0: and take yeah. advice from each other. I mean, maybe that's my my problem is that I keep trying to set these things up so that you get synergy and collaboration and more, you know, a uh, a sum greater or a value greater than the sum of its parts, right? Yeah. Like the the vision for the club the Creators Club is, like you just said, you know, it's just this place. everybody should go and hang out and make stuff. We have a video editor here. We've got people with wide range of talents. um and you know if if we're all recording and making stuff here, then you start making it together. Say you have Tamer just jump in on a clip and then he shares it with his fifty thousand followers. yeah, like for that's sure. it's one of those things that's meant to benefit everybody. It's meant to have very little overhead costs, right? Like now, imagine the studio's not here, but like we we still we have all this empty space, right? Yeah, and it it's costing us kind of nothing because we're already paying the rent, mm-hmm. and we pay the rent through our nights. So it it is it, it this should
1: be easy, right? And it's 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 frustrating that at the moment it like feels like a lot of work to then have people not be happy about how it is. Yeah, it's kind of. I think there's two ways to to approximate value, right? So one is the price. Like the price people will pay for something is how valuable they think it is. More or less, obviously, you can do really good marketing or you can kind of trick people into wanting it more or whatever. But if they see a lot of value, they will pay more money for it. So yeah. one is like how much you can charge for something is how valuable it is. At the moment, we can barely charge 35 euros for it. And people don't see that value. People yeah. are sort of reluctantly paying that. And then the other way you you see value is, is when you don't increase the price, but you basically you have a you have a wait list. You have people down the street that have all seen what you're doing. The demand the,
0: the, is outstripped supply.
1: Yeah, there's a queue outside, and you're saying, "Look, we would we would love to have you, but we can't have you because we want to maintain the quality of what we're doing." Uh, that's what I was talking to a guy in Malta it was talking about the best restaurant that's ever existed here in Spain. And they have like a two or three year wait list. And they just like get the prestige of, of having that wait list and telling celebrities like, nah, you can't, you can't come. Right. Yeah. So they could weigh up the price, but you, if it's like that good value, if it's as much value as we think it is, eventually there should be a wait list or we just don't tell that many people about it.
0: And we kind of keep it a secret uh, to ourselves. That that confuses me. Ah, uh, you so you want it to be ex- generally you make things exclusive so you can jack up the price. Um. Well,
1: the way one way to think about it is basically like a a scholarship program for creative people, right? So yeah. Belinda was saying she had a friend. I was talking with her yesterday. She's like, I have a friend that wants to record her podcast like for an hour a week, and she's booked a studio. And she's paying sixty euros for every time she gets to use the studio. It was something like that. Yeah, and and she's going, I can't believe I didn't think to tell them about the creators' club. And why are you charging that much? And the reason we're charging that much is because we have a lot of friends that we like. Yeah, we want to come here, and we want them to make stuff, right? Yeah. So it's, it's...
0: yeah. So I find myself in the position where I feel like I'm between the creators who. Constantly are like, hey, I'm paying 35 euros a month. Why can't I do X, Y, and Z? Right. And then on in my in my experience or whatever, in my fields, John's on the other hand side being like, why the fuck are we not charging them what this is worth? Like, like yeah. any you rent any rehearsal place, it's 20 euros an hour, right? Sure. And it's probably not even as big as our space. If you want uh podcast recording studio it's more if you want a a co-working for a month it's 150 to 200
1: and i think there's so many ways that we could do it that are like both making it better for the creators and making it affordable for them and even like means testing it and just doing a survey and being like how much do you want to use it how much can you afford to pay what price would you be super stoked to pay for what are the improvements we could make and like make it what they want it to be and then i don't know charge them the best possible price we can for, for what they want, you know? And I don't yeah. even think it has to be the same price for everyone. I think it could be, uh, you know, based on who the person is. Based like,
0: on sh- ability to pay.
1: Ability to pay. Fucking and then, well, communist. I mean, look, if Michelle Wolf wants to join the Creators Club, are we, are we really going to be like... 1,000 euros a
0: month, Michelle. <laughs> she, can,
1: she can pay more, so she should. No, we're probably going to say, please come make anything you want for as long as you want. Forget about the Creators Club. We just want you to be involved, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, with Michelle, I mean... If she talked about it once on any one of her channels, that that pays for itself,
1: right? So there's, I mean, there's loads of different ways you could decide,
0: yeah, that but, type of thing. Before we get back to your questions, though, I, I, part of the problem, this is kind of like a startup, and what we've done, which is what a lot of startups do, is they kind of overpromise, and then they get market share, and then they yeah can fulfill i have a buddy who has his own startup in uh, washington dc and you know he went to some meeting and the the clients were like can your product do this and he goes absolutely and he goes home and he talks to his programmer he goes guys i just fucking promised them this we have to get it done now so we're i mean big picture the club has promised more than it can offer And then to fulfill those promises, we would have to charge more, right? Or one of us can work more.
1: Or we just decide, look, this is something that we're we're subsidizing based on the bar sales. And because we're subsidizing it so much from the bar sales, we would like it to effectively garner us more, I don't know, social media followers or more brand recognition or... I don't know. And that wouldn't even necessarily have to be super formal. We just, we would just have to say, look, that's, that's kind of our goal with it, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, on, in my opinion, anybody, anybody that works out of here should already be like, oh, should be tagging us and right. saying that they made it here and da da da.
1: For sure. And I think the reason, but we of, don't get that no. so much. Well, I think part of the reason that people are dissatisfied. Is that they don't necessarily know exactly what it is, or so these these sort of like grey areas
0: that it's like, well, can I do this or can I not do this? Um, yeah. And then when they want to do something, it's more difficult than
1: yeah. Or even I don't understand, right? So someone's like, can I do this as part of the creators club? And I'm like, well, I don't, no, I don't think so. And then maybe you've said that they can, and it's just there's just I this guarantee you, I said that they for can. sure which is why i'm happy to fully base it off of what you want to do with it but as a potential creator i've got
0: like 35 questions about it yeah i think uh, i think we're about ready cool uh
1: so hello uh my name is michael Maxwell. uh i'm hey, 30, 30 years old i'm from i come from australia although a lot of people think that i have a new zealand accent I'm an actor, stand-up comedian, showrunner, acting coach, boxing instructor, Satanist cult leader, and aspiring content creator. Uh, Wow, buddy! Yeah, I do a lot of stuff.
0: Trying to create,
1: trying to create content. Although everyone hates everything I've ever made, and uh, I've been at it for years. In fact, I had four followers across all social media platforms, and just recently, after I uploaded my last video, I lost two of them. My (laughs) mum and dad were like, "I can't, I can't watch this shit anymore." Uh, anyway love the creators Club love the concept uh, and I'm very interested in signing up for it but I do have a couple of questions just before uh, I sign on the dotted line uh, so with regards to the co-working space what hours can I use the code co-working space uh ten to seven every day ten to seven every day not including weekends not including weekends that was my next question uh, can I come on the weekends if there's like a show and use it as a co-working or is weekends kind of like come for it if you're full of show or What's that feeling?
0: Generally, our spaces are occupied on the weekends with shows and workshops. Uh, it depends on the exact time that you want and whether or not you're willing to have background noise. Cool. Um, if I'm You're here... always welcome to come and hang out at the comedy clubhouse, however. Gotcha. All
1: right. If I'm here on the weekend and the person that's in charge needs to leave, this happened this past weekend, uh, mm. will I be trusted with the place by my, for myself? Will I be left a set of keys or will I have to leave
0: in that case as well? uh well this sounds like a somewhat of a special situation you should not be left alone i would suspect okay Uh, it does depend on right now we trust all of our creators in general right um and usually what happens is we work out some sort of situation where if you don't have keys uh the place is locked until somebody that does come sure okay so so if I want to use the space
1: outside of that ten to seven hours if I want to come at eight thirty in the morning for like a boxing workshop
0: yeah you'll have to we'll have to arrange something basically
1: coordinate with one of the people that has keys which is you Matt some guy called John who sounds really attractive and uh, Noah has keys so he's potentially coordinating I don't stuff. think Noah does right now oh Noah should have keys Elsie has keys. Elsie has keys. Noah should have Elsie's keys. Bart
0: and Javi have keys. But Vem, Vem has keys. I think. Vem has keys. Um,
1: okay. Uh, can you guarantee a calm, quiet workspace so that I can concentrate properly?
0: No, sir. Okay.
1: If I want to do video meetings out loud, can I do them in the co-working space without inconveniencing,
0: inconveniencing anybody? Not. Guaranteed. You should be able to do that in the green room without bothering anybody. Okay. Uh, Is there Wi-Fi in the green room? Yes, there is. Nice. Uh,
1: So for the podcast studio, what hours can I use the podcast studio?
0: Uh, We recommend 10 to 7. Okay. um, And how do I get the hours? Uh, When you join the Creators Club, there's a joint uh, calendar called, I think it's called Clubhouse Off Hours, something like that. Okay, and someone can put me as a memory. Oh, the and the studio has its own calendar. I apologize. Okay. So
1: there's basically there's three different calendars going at the moment. One's for the shows, one's for the studio, and one's for the rehearsal space. Yeah. Downstairs. Um how can I learn to run Oh, who's my producer? Who produces the podcast?
0: Uh you are generally. We will provide you equipment and um Help and teach you how to use it and and set you up, but then you have to run the machine yourself
1: Okay, so how can I I can learn to run the machine? somehow
0: Yeah Uh, Two different ways either when you when you join we can we can set you up with uh, our in-house Sound guy who runs his own radio station or I believe he offers a course (coughs) in Podcasting and streaming
1: yeah, um I saw, actually, that he's here in at, at 1 p.m. every Friday. So, so recommend before you record a podcast that you have a session with him.
0: Oh, thanks, Mike.
1: Uh, I, I read that on your excellent website. That, that is how I got interested in this in the It first is place. a very good website. Um, is, is there a limit to how many hours I can use the podcast studio?
0: No, not, not at present. Uh, we ask that you you know respect other people's times and wishes and uh, don't go crazy.
1: Okay, so can I reserve, like, a particular hour in perpetuity?
0: You should be able to do that if it's not been reserved already.
1: Okay. Uh, can I block out 10 hours in perpetuity?
0: Then we might have to have a discussion. Okay. Uh,
1: will I get to keep my time slot no matter what? Under what conditions would I maybe lose it?
0: Uh, In general, yeah. You're If you're working between 10 and 7, your time slot should be safe. Um... I could imagine that changing for special events, Um, unfortunately the way the world works, you as a creator uh, are lower, lower, somewhat lower priority than uh, bar sales. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, Which brings me to, I need actually perfect silence when I'm in the podcast
0: studio, because I need a perfect recording, is that something Mm. you guarantee? No, I'm afraid we probably cannot guarantee that at this point. However, if you want to help us figure out how to make this even more soundproof, that would be appreciated. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, can you guarantee that the equipment will always be working perfectly, Ooh. and I will never have any problems with recording?
0: Oh Lord, I wish I could. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. What kinds of videos for the video editing? What kinds of videos can I get made, and what will them help me with?
0: Yeah, that's actually a big matter of dispute. I don't know where we stand on that right now.
1: Okay, uh, lots of questions on this, but is there a limit to how many videos she can make for me? How will she decide what videos that she should work on first? Is that like up to her?
0: Yeah, I would have assumed that'd be up to her. And um, she's. I guess the best way to think of it is that she's around to advise and to help. And if you need her dedicated time afterward you will have to arrange it with her and pay for it pay her for it um at her discretion okay cool because
1: i have this like five hour podcast and most of it's just silence I like, to be honest but then every now and again i say a word or two words and i think of the five hours there's probably 10 seconds that would make a good clip so i would love her to uh watch the whole thing and uh clip up that 10 seconds.
0: I imagine she will charge you for that. <laughs> okay, good. Uh,
1: I run a comedy show. It's on Friday nights. It's at a, a place that's not uh, the clubhouse. It's it's a stand-up comedy showcase. 10pm uh, Friday nights. I've got a lot of like regular local comedians, Kyla Cobbler, Hector Ayala. That co- I actually, basically the way that I pick my lineups is I see the lineup from Bomb Shelter and i choose the exact same lineup for my comedy show that i run on friday nights Smart at, choice. At, at 10 p.m. and i was just what i was thinking to get Vim to do would be to make an ad for my comedy show on friday nights at 10 p.m. about how terrible bomb shelter is and how people uh, should come to my show instead of bomb shelter is there any problem with that
0: uh, again uh, Vem's time is unclear to me so I would ask her. I don't have a problem with that, personally. Okay. I hope your your commercial is funny though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have any?
1: Do you expect any kind of like credit for the stuff that we make here? Should them put I don't know like a, a watermark on the stuff that she's editing, or if I if I get something made, should I bother to tag the Comedy Clubhouse, or I don't know, add them as a collaborator, or nothing?
0: Yeah. I mean, it would be great. If you say you have a podcast uh, that you say you're recording here at the Comedy Clubhouse, mm-hmm. um, personally, I could see it there being a title card at the end of whatever that says produced by. Yeah. And I would like that, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know that that's official policy at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, as John, I think there's some stuff we could say, like, look, we'd appreciate this like yeah. we think this is reasonable if it doesn't super
0: fit with what you're doing then that's you know if we're breaking character for a moment i mean this is the kind of shit that like people should do i guess kind you know there's there's a gap between what's written as rules and what's like proper at manners and etiquette and behavior right and if you relax the rules a little bit you need to have people have more politeness and manners. Yeah, so.
1: which is why I think, which I, why I like the idea of
0: kicking everyone out
1: and then <laughs> writing like an ethos that's like, this is the vibe that we're trying to create
0: and, I don't know, re, re-sign up a few. You... I'd rather just squash the whole thing than, what well, go through it all again. Mm-hmm. But we can talk about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, all right, Mike. <clears throat> Sorry. I mean, Who yeah. was that
1: amazingly attractive guy that just interrupted?
0: His name was Matt.
1: Uh, rehearsal space. Yes. Uh, will it be clean when I arrive? Yes. Uh, can I use it if I haven't reserved it? If it's, the calendar's free, no one's there, can I just pop in and use it for uh, whatever, whenever I want?
0: It, that should be fine, but we'd really prefer you to block it out ahead of time. Okay,
1: how should I leave it once
0: I'm done with it?
1: Exactly how you found it. Okay, uh, same questions for the green room. It's going to be clean, and I can use it for whatever.
0: Uh, The cleanliness of the green room is a less priority than the rest of the spaces, but it should be reasonable. Good. Um, Yes, please do leave it in the way that you found it. Cool. Uh, The price is €35 a month, is that right? That is correct for this moment. Plus EVA.
1: Okay, great. Will that price ever change?
0: Uh, I'd like to say no, but... You can't foretell the future
1: okay how will you how will you decide if the price has to change
0: uh with an iron fist
1: <laughs> what under what conditions would you feel like the price had to change
0: um if inflation goes above eight percent great uh
1: if I don't use one of the services, can i pay less no if i if somebody else is using the services too much, will you make them pay more?
0: Uh, probably not. Okay, drinks, uh, tea, coffee, free. At the moment, I'm gonna say not on offer. Uh, coke, beer, not free for our creators. What do they pay
1: for a, a coke or a beer?
0: Uh, whatever market is
1: market price. Uh, I've been shopping around, and and it looks like the average price of a coworking is about two hundred euros a month. Um. In what ways is the Creators Club seven times worse than other co-working spaces?
0: Well, I think you touched on a few of them with uh, your previous questions because we can't guarantee silent spaces and we can't guarantee your own private nook. Um, in those cases, uh, in, in that way, as a co-working, it's, it's not as good as one of these other places you can go. Okay.
1: Um. Number 33, this is community, this section. Uh, I'm not a very nice person, actually. A lot of people don't like me being around them. I don't have a, a community spirit. I'm actually a bad person to work around and to work with. Uh, is there some way that other people can express this, and how will that be handled if a, a collective majority decide, as has happened in the
0: past, that they don't like me? Uh... I don't see exactly how that has anything to do with me. So you're saying you are, piss people off and they don't have a way to tell you? Would,
1: would Do they have a way to tell you? Is there, is there any circumstances in which someone would
0: get kicked out of the Creators Club? I mean, if you violate some big ethic, moral thing, we'll kick you out, sure. Okay, uh, I said I'm a safe... If say- you're just annoying, then we might try to moderate your hours.
1: Okay. Uh, I am a satanic cult leader, I think I mentioned before. Yeah. Is, it, is it cool if I use the rehearsal space for my cult rituals?
0: Do they involve open flames and or permanently modifying the space?
1: We use those little um, plastic flames that they have in, in the, the, the the bazaars around here. But it does involve about 30 strange
0: characters that are uh, weird. And uh, so what are we talking like an hour you need the rehearsal space for an hour for 30 people? Yeah Okay, cool.
1: Um, I also am a bo- boxing fitness instructor. Uh, yeah. That's that's fine to do uh, workouts in the in the basement
0: Yeah Now you're you're uh, I'm not sure exactly what you're rehearsing there Um, We I would say that it's likely if you're a boxing fitness instructor, the creators' club isn't exactly the place for you. So,
1: okay, so the the there is potentially an expectation that the things that use the rehearsal space might be somewhat creative, might be creatively directed.
0: Yeah, you know, in an effort to get all of our boats point in the same direction, we definitely emphasize this is meant for creative people. And if you if you want to do fitness, if you want to do business you want to do um, anything beyond content creation, it's likely not a space for you. Not the best space for you, I should say. You're always welcome at the Comedy Clubhouse, okay. however. Wow, I
1: love this place. Uh, is there a limitation on the new members that can join? Is there uh, like an application process? No or... Jews. <clears throat> anyone, so anyone can join um, no, regardless? I just,
0: uh, Jews are very much welcome. Nice one. All right.
1: Yeah, pretty much anybody,
0: I think anybody can join. Uh,
1: Um, Will you set a limit on on how many people can join? Or
0: is that something they all figure out as you go? No, I wouldn't set a limit on how many people can join. It would be a great problem to have too many people. And I would imagine that maybe we can hire even more staff. But... If it gets to be the case that the place is overcrowded during creator hours and it's not tenable, um, that's the point at which I would consider either raising the price or expanding into a new location. Or What if
1: it's not that the space is overcrowded, but the podcast studio is very
0: overbooked, let's say? Oh, well, that's exciting. Uh, I don't know how many. If we have enough members and we have some revenue, uh, one interesting thing is that we could open a second studio downstairs in the green room. That's true.
1: Um, if I have ideas on what can be improved, is there a way that I can make suggestions that they will be taken seriously?
0: Yeah. Uh, talk to John Alice.
1: <laughs> uh, I have a kleptomania problem. Do you have any security? How can I get into the till?
0: Yes, uh, we do have security. We have several security measures in place. There's a camera that's recording at all times, um, and it will catch you. Also, there's no money in the till <laughs> because
1: we don't make any money.
0: Yeah. Um, in addition, there's a little <laughs> bit of responsibility with the key holders, but um, it is not codified into law at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that was the questions that Michael had, uh, he's... Hey, thanks, Mike. Good luck with your satanic boxing career. Thank you, I appreciate that. Very interested in being a member of the Creators Club. It sounds like the deal of a lifetime. Um, and... <clears throat> Sorry. Let me... Okay, and back John's back! Character. What's up, everybody? I missed you.
0: Welcome. Let's welcome John back to the podcast. Uh, say goodbye to Mike. It's a pretty good Australian accent there, right? It was very good. Um, and additional thing that...
1: Uh, I can offer for the Creators Club and Plan o- offering is uh, at least some degree of promotion for whatever the thing that you're doing is. It's going to be one of the aspects of our Instagram page, which has more and more people every single week. And yeah, uh, I don't
0: know. How do you feel about all that? I have no idea. <laughs> in theory, it seems great. In practice, it's been a <clears throat> righteous pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it is just saying what
1: we're going to do and then doing it.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what would make our life easier for this? A key card door and a cleaner every day, right? Yeah. But then I'd do have we really some trust, trust issues as well? Yeah. Trust them case. all. <laughs> I don't know well, who this creator was over the weekend by the way. Uh well this was Nez. Uh Oh, it was Naz. So
1: Nez is a creator. Well, he was and then he uh, we can talk about it afterwards but yeah he's basically a, a, a fan of the program let's say
0: shout out Nas. sorry
1: that you couldn't stick around um well no i thought well, i don't know what happened in the end but they kicked him out yeah so that was the thing Harvey was like what's the rule here what can i what am i supposed to do yeah um which i think is fair and and i would say that apart from people being careless which has happened already with Marco leaving the door open and us getting all the money taken out of the till and then having to get the lock replaced and all of that kind of thing. So that, you know, that's a 500 euro problem from people just being... Careless. Careless. So there's certain security things like that. For sure, I do trust the people that currently exist. But I'm not sure how far that trust would exist, yeah. If we just expanded it to to everybody, everybody. If the, if there's no limit, and then all of a sudden there's 50 creators, and yeah, there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff here.
0: And anyway, that's just something to be. Well, there's not that much stuff. We have 100 people at least come through every night.
1: Yeah, but usually with someone behind the bar, right?
0: Yeah, but that doesn't. I don't want to tell people how easy it is to rob this place. <laughs> um yeah, a door would be really really nice though. Still
1: that still is the um the shutters.
0: Oh right. Um so that's Yeah.
1: Uh, whatever. Anyway, um Yeah, I think it would be good for us to write up a like a, a strong ethos for what what people are kind of agreeing to when they become a member of the creators club and what we're actually trying to offer and what we're trying to do. I know you want people to just get it
0: but people don't. I want people to fucking work together and be good to one another. <clears throat> God, and help. Shut instead up of hippie. Asking shit. Yeah. Well it's funny because I don't know I find myself in between these in this situation a lot in my life just in general. Because this also feels like you know I'm trying to make improv happen. I don't know if you've noticed and there still seems to be this like divide and like you know
1: yeah it's pretty, which i'm it's I'm partly funny, re-
0: responsible for, like I did spend five years <laughs> saying improv was stupid, and nobody should do it mm-hmm. but I wasn't serious, guys
1: <laughs> now joking. I realized
0: I was joking that whole time I was joking I, that the whole thing was I was mad because they didn't let me skip a class, and they made me take intro, and i fucking was just light years ahead of everybody. Um no, I'm I'm keen. I'm I'm coming around to the whole improv thing and the creators club thing.
1: Uh I almost I almost dipped down for the class on, on Sunday, but oh, yeah. then I was like, Well they're already halfway through it. I don't wanna like I feel like you, you build a collective
0: spirit in improv that I don't know, I do not want to try and join halfway through. Yeah, there'll be plenty of other opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh we did have our Barcelona wide showrunners meeting on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it went well. Right. Yeah, I think so. Way better than expected.
1: Yeah, it's nice that we all pretty much work together still.
0: Um, there's still there
1: was a few people that just weren't there. But there's no one in Barcelona that, that runs shows that I couldn't just call oh. and ask for a favor or the call. The lady that does like...
0: geariness. Oh, what is that? There's been, for the last, I don't know, 10 years or something, there's been a a small Irish show. Every two weeks or so called geariness. Yeah, I guess I'm talking about the comedy shows that, that exist, you know. No, but this was a thing forever. It might still be a thing. I don't remember. Mark Brodick was telling me the other day. Vaguely rings a bell. Anyway, that was cool. Uh, Good podcast? Yeah, I felt like there was one or two other things to touch on. But let's not bore our listeners <laughs> anymore. Keep things tight. Uh,
1: Yeah, tight for fifty-five minutes. It's been (laughs) fifty-five minutes.
0: Holy (laughs) Lord! All right, guys, thanks for listening and constructing the clubhouse. Then I've been Dr. Matt. I've been John Ellis. Good night.